0: Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages will take on a different form as we all adapt to the challenges of this year. This project has been made possible by the diligent work, research time, and vocal talents of the interpretive staff at Carlsbad Caverns National Park. Today, we travel to 1928, where Superintendent Colonel Thomas Bowles meets with a special guest, one who is known for her daring feats above ground rather than below. Sit back, relax, and listen to our history.
1: Miss Amelia Earhart, the only woman air passenger to make the Atlantic hop, never makes any flying dates, which has served her well on this avian journey through the Southwest. Her attempts to leave Pecos, Texas to land in El Paso have been foiled by bouts of engine trouble. Ralph Sparks, a member of the El Paso Aero Club, retrieved her after the second forced landing and invited her to stay as a guest with him and his wife until her plane can be repaired. On this lovely afternoon of September 9, 1928, Mr. and Mrs. Sparks decide to introduce this vibrant aviatress to a world completely alien to her, but no less enthralling than taking wing. Used to soaring thousands of miles high in the glorious blue yonder, Amelia is unprepared for the captivating wonderland hundreds of feet beneath her feet, as Superintendent Thomas Bowles escorts her through his favorite showground of Carlsbad Cavern, the Lower Cave.
2: My dear Miss Earhart, although you have had the great honor of experiencing our traditional Rock of Ages ceremony mere moments ago, I wish to officially welcome you to the Lower Cavern and the Carlsbad Cave National Monument itself.
3: Yes, it has all been quite magnificent. Thank you once again for the warm welcome.
2: Now, ma'am, I want to showcase these magnificent architects of nature. Glistening stalactites and towering stalagmites surround us. From the tallest columns to the minuscule, marvelous cave pearls hiding at your feet, this underground cathedral is grander than anything made by the hands of man.
3: Have you- And how! What a wonderful sight to behold!
2: Yes! Just five years ago, our dear president found it necessary to reserve this natural wonder as a national monument. He agreed that there are formations in such unusual number and beauty of form to make this cavern superior to other caves. I do hope to have Congress approve this as a national park someday soon. Hopefully our esteemed legislative colleagues agree that this cave is as unique as President Coolidge says it is. Why, I know-
3: Why, I met the man just this year. Quite the honor, I dare say. He- is a quiet man, though.
2: What a spectacular coincidence. You may have visited purely by accident, Miss Eyre.
3: Please, call me Amelia.
2: Of course, <laughs> Amelia. Your visit may have been a perfect storm of coincidence. Just think, by coming here, you have brought together a cavern our president smartly preserved and a woman he met after a significant historic flight. Such a remarkable and extraordinary event, indeed.
3: Please, Colonel, it was just a quick jump over the pond.
2: Twenty-one hours is no easy feat, ma'am.
3: True, but to be honest, I felt much like a sack of potatoes. I dream of the day I'm more than simply a passenger.
2: Now don't be quick to discount your achievement. Just one year ago, some potatoes, as you called them, died in the attempt.
3: Yes, yes, I know. But to be in control of my own destiny, my own plane, make the journey as a flyboy myself, I know I could make the journey on my own one day.
2: I don't doubt it, Miss a- Amelia. Why, I could see a fine pilot such as yourself earning recognition worldwide. Maybe even medals.
3: (laughs) Sure, that'll be the day. A lady receiving prestigious awards.
2: Don't be so quick to shoot it down. After all, I tell my daughter every day anything is possible.
3: And you both should know I am quite aware of the hazards. I want to do it because I want to do it. Tell your daughter that women must try to do things as men have tried. When they fail, their failure must be but a challenge to others.
2: Well said. Especially after that momentous decision eight years ago. You proved yourself up to that challenge mere months ago. True.
3: Now that we have the vote, what can't we do? It is the 20s, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Colonel Bowles, I must say, this cave is just the bee's knees. I wonder if you might grant me a small favor?
2: Of course. How could I deny simple requests from someone so beloved?
3: Well, as you know, I am a tad adventurous.
2: <laughs> you slay me. I do believe you are greatly underselling yourself there. A tad is a bit of an understatement, if I do say so myself.
3: Meaning no disrespect to you, sir. After all, I am quite overwhelmed by the wonders Hades' realm contains.
2: Isn't it the most splendid place you've ever seen? But... Ma'am, you insult me!
3: Not to say it's not, Swell, but my only wish is to see a place no man or woman, has seen before. How marvelous an experience would that be?
2: I should have expected as much. Miss Amelia Earhart, on behalf of the Carlsbad Cave National Monument, I hereby give this lantern to your possession. Proceed into the darkness until no footsteps or disturbance of the soft cavern floor can be seen. Then you shall know No eyes have gazed upon that room but yours.
3: Thank you. I assure you, Colonel, I am not one to shy away from danger.
2: I trust you will take the utmost care in protecting the new underground realm you discover. And please, Miss Earhart, despite your declaration, don't take any wooden nickels.
3: Of course. I will proceed with the utmost care and caution.
2: My, it has been some time now. I wonder how our dear pilot is faring. I do hope she can find her way back here. However would I explain the disappearance of such a well-known pilot? Could she? She won't lose her way, right? I worry for nothing. I know she'll find her course. Is that... Do I hear footsteps? No... Just water. My, my, it has been almost a half hour. I wonder if she'll speak kindly of her visit. This could turn into fantastic publicity for the park if she reflects well on her time here. But if it turns out poorly, (sighs) ah, thank goodness. Our intrepid explorer returns. Oh,
3: Colonel Bowles, I have never been so fascinated in my entire life.
2: I dare say, Miss Earhart, you are covered in dirt. Do you plan on taking half the cavern with you when you leave? As pleased as I am to have you here, taking anything from this monument would be a crime.
3: (laughs) I sincerely apologize, my dear Colonel. What a splendid adventure that was. Though my heart will always fly high in the sky, I would love to return and spend more time exploring the hidden realms of your beloved cavern.
2: I would be delighted to have you return. Why, we could use a brave adventurer like you on our exploration party this winter. (gasps) Whistle me, Dixie. That would be the cat's
3: meow. After all, adventure is worthwhile in itself.
2: Oh, Miss Earhart, I formally invite you back to join our exploration party. To run out several of the tunnels and pits previously unknown and unexplored by mankind.
3: Unexplored to mankind, but womankind shall discover them quite readily.
2: Quite right, my dear Amelia.
3: What a delight this day has been. Colonel Bowles, you can tell everyone that even people who cross the Atlantic in an airplane can get a thrill in visiting the Carlsbad Cave.
2: I will indeed.
3: If only I had the opportunity to stay longer. Alas, I must head off to El Paso tomorrow. I have been delayed long enough. Although, this has been quite the distraction from my journey, I
2: must say. Miss Earhart, one final question before we head out. Yes? Yes. Might you wish to join our crew here at Carlsbad Cavern? We could use someone with your enthusiasm in our guide force.
3: Of course! Point me in the direction of the paperwork. Where do I sign?
2: (laughs) If only my rangers were half the woman you are. Tell me, what is your secret?
3: Honestly, Colonel, I don't want to miss a moment. And why do I do it? For the fun of it all. Why else would anyone do anything?
2: Well said, ma'am. Well said indeed. Let's get that paperwork started.
1: Sometimes a wing and a prayer leads to the most delightful and unexpected experiences and opportunities, as Amelia Earhart can attest. Even people who cross the Atlantic in a solo airplane can get a thrill in visiting Carlsbad Cavern. She signed papers that day to become an explorer of the cavern. Amelia had every intent of returning to Carlsbad Caverns National Park to make good on her promise to run out a few pits and tunnels in the cavern even as soon as the following December or January. Although the allure of charting virgin passages deep in the belly of the earth was undeniable, in her heart, flying high against the sun was her true calling. She went on to make headlines for her daring avian adventures, including being the first woman to earn the congressional honor of the Distinguished Flying Cross. Nearly ten years after her fascinating experience in Carlsbad Cavern, Amelia Earhart embarked on her boldest escapade to be the first woman to fly around the world. Where Amelia is today we may never know. But her daring spirit lives on in the heart of every visitor who delights in the wonders of Carlsbad Cavern.
0: Well, folks, we sure hope you enjoyed this episode of Rock of Ages. This episode featured the voices of rangers James Gunn as Colonel Thomas Bulls, Kelly Housley as Amelia Earhart, and Aubrey Brown as the narrator. This episode was researched and written by Kelly Housley. Recording production was done by James Gunn and Anthony Mizuko. Music and audio engineering by Gabe Montemayor with Abby Burlingame and Aubrey Brown at the Creative Helm. Join us soon for our next episode. Thanks for listening. See you soon. And happy trips.